When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Cool is the rule when you're on a case And danger's in your face This week on the podcast Franklin W. Dixon's Hardy Boys Number 73, Bad Rap Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. And I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are joined today by writer, director, you may know him from Children's Hospital, Bajillion Dollar Properties, or his work at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. It's Alex Fernie. Hello. Hi. And you're our uh, Hardy Boys correspondent. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And again, I'm on the stress. It's not just Hardy Boys number 73 bad rap. It's Hardy Boys case, case files, files number so 73. Tra- you you know, it's, it's a, it was a reboot, bitch. of course. Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> this extremely is a important. dark yes. cow. I know. Before the case files, it was fun. And then the case files yeah. started. And, and then it was not dark. fun. No. Yeah. Very serious. And it was boring. It was stunningly oh boring. Oh, my God. It this was boring. This is a very boring book. I was not prepared for how boring this would be compared to the first book we did, which was Dead on Target where yes. almost every chapter somebody dies. Yeah, yeah it was a thrill, right? I mean, someone and, dies on the cover. But mm-hmm. I was also bored at the same time. Yes. yes. Well, because it was too much, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're deadened yeah. to it. I'm deadened on target. It's kind of here where we bring you here on Team Creeps. Um, I, what I was going to say is this book is very, very boring to read. I did not enjoy reading this no. book. It brought me no joy. But then I'm, so I go downstairs and there were some people over at our apartment and I was telling them how boring the book was, but then I was relating details and then I had to reassure them like, no, no, no. Contrary to how this sounds when I am telling you right now, it was very boring to read because when I say the details, it sounds really fun and funny and stupid, but no, very boring. I just realized I forgot my notebook in the other room. I'm going to get it because I took a lot of little notes. Oh, good. Okay. Please do. We'll make small talk. Great. So how about these clowns in Washington? Oh, boy. You know what? Throw the bums out. Yeah. That's what I say. Throw in that swamp. Yeah, absolutely. I just want somebody to adhere to a moderate center. Yeah, just like, you know what? Can't we be civil? Let's get some centrists in here. Let's get some damn civility back in. Just like there used to be. Back in our, you know what I'm for? Family. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she's back. Oh, wonderful. Okay. I had to get my little notes that I scribbled in my little notebook. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, so there was an, an issue that I had. I mean, I had a lot of issues with this book. Did you? A, it's very embarrassing. Yes. For yes. everybody involved. That, I, th- I think, yeah, one, boring, two, embarrassing. Very when you embarrassing. say for everybody Close involved, second. you mean Joe and Frank Hardy? Is that who you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, I mean, these are written by, it's written I mean, by Joe and Frank and Hardy. And us. Yeah, course, yes. And but us. Mm-hmm. I mean, by proxy. Yeah. Um, but I had also, uh, I literally just finished listening to, uh, last podcast on the left's coverage of the Tupac and Biggie uh, feud, and then got <laughs> into this, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> funny coincidence of." Uh, I mean, exactly the same. 
Yeah, that's why I say funny coincidence mm-hmm. is because it's just as like heartbreaking and yeah. uh, interesting. Yeah. And I will say this convoluted. The cover of this book is exceptionally good. Very. And that's cover. why we're talking about it because someone true. tweeted it at you guys. Yeah, right? a listener suggested yes. that we and read this, and they were right to suggest that. I mean, the cover definitely the, right. It shows uh, uh, the Hardy brothers holding back teams of uh, uh, screaming women, throngs of women, screaming white early 90s hip hop fans, and one guy doing the Black Power salute. I just noticed a white oh guy. Oh my god! I just oh. noticed that. Uh, another dude raps in front of a drummer and you go like, well, that's what this is going to be about. It was, I mean, I I do love, it's not, you get what it's about, right? Cause you know, rappers have, it's just a rapper and a drummer on stage. It's actually, that's usually what it kind of interesting. I would at least give it a listen. Default. If you say rapper, I, I automatically picture a white man. Yeah. A white dude. Because that they, they rule, Mm -hmm. they rule the school when it comes to rap. Yeah. And then what happens on the cover doesn't happen until I think like the third to last page and it's for an, two lines. Yes. It's in a way. No one yes. cares about it. No, it's they just are, like, oh, and by the way, this happens. It makes it look as, as our engineer, Janar said, it looks like they're his bodyguards. I, that's, I went into yeah. it assuming. It like I thought they would go undercover bodyguards. as his bodyguards. Such a and good pitch. No, 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 no. They're investigating a bootlegging case because mm-hmm. like, Oh, bootleg copies of his album are being sold in Chinatown. Also, Whoa. okay, speaking on that, I wrote in my notes, TLDR, <laughs> Asians oh. are shady. Yes. That is what this book was. It was literally, and it was, okay, let's just break it down. Uh, first, they're like in Chinatown. Yeah. They are getting these bootleg copies of Randy Rand's album. <laughs> also, oh, yeah, oh God, name. we should say. Randy Rand. His name is Randy Rand. His group... group? Is the Power Brokers mm-hmm. Randy Rand and the Power Brokers instead of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, yep. which I will say better name. Yes, Power Brokers. It, it just sounds more serious, cooler, yeah, h- harder hitting Older. name than Funky Bunch. Yeah, which when I say that alone, I want to say it forever. Yeah. yeah, Funky Bunch, Funky Bunch. Then they. It sounds like a mom's rap group. It <laughs> does. I I my eight year old son <laughs> expressed an interest in hip hop. And uh, so he and his friends got together and they called themselves the Funky Bunch. It sounds like a mom, like a group of moms um, uh, from the Midwest uh, at a trivia night. Like that's their trivia name yeah. is Funky Bunch. Because <laughs> it's, you know. They've got huge yeah, yeah. purses. Just the huge. biggest purses. Huge. And they're all yeah. doing Burke. Mm-hmm. But they always lose. They always yeah. lose. They're, they're, they're having fun. They're having fun. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. They're getting out of the house. Um, secondly, they meet a child who is bootlegging these, yes. who has the last name Wynn. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, Vietnamese. Oh, Vietnamese. Okay, interesting. Then, no. Incorrect. Chinese. Chang is from Hong Kong. So then you're like, okay. And then incorrect. Chang's Italian. bodyguards <laughs> are ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the, the real counterfeiter, as they call yeah. it, is Italian. Martinelli. Yeah, Martinelli. <laughs> Of the Apple Juice franchise. Yes. yes. I mean, he, Black Sheep. Yeah. It totally. really does. He, he went to a less respectable <laughs> business. Mm. I mean, sparkling apple cider, we can all agree, is great. I no, mean, it's, it's a corrupt business. A white but... man's rap albums. Yeah. Less great. The, 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 I guess the Hong Kong gangster, Blue Lu Chang, was that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which the whole book I was reading, I was like, okay. <laughs> And like, it was just like, okay. I know it's coming. I yeah. know something yeah. like they're, they're, they're walking the line of where they could argue now. Okay. But this is wrong. And, and then they're like, 
I don't know. Maybe he's just a guy. Oh, four ninjas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like out yeah. of the blue. Oh, at the it's end just of a businessman. Uh, with with uh, nunchucks and broadswords. Yeah. Yeah. Also. As one does as mm-hmm. a Chinese uh, bootlegger. Yeah, in, Chinese bootlegger. In New York's Chinatown. And yeah. no, one, no one bats an eye. Everyone's like, mm, I guess, I mm-hmm. guess so. like, that's oh, ninjas. It's real ninjas problem in Chinatown, all these ninjas. Yeah, because they, they keep leaving calling cards to do with a blue snake, yeah. which is. Very funny. These are the most low rent mobsters in the fucking world. Oh my god! Their calling card is a garter snake painted blue. Yeah, I was like, and then a knife with the blue with snake the blue on it snake. in a pillow. In a pillow. And a pillow. Even the characters in the book are like, oh, it's just a painted blue snake. Yeah, yeah. If someone gave me a painted blue snake, it would almost scare me more than a poison snake because I was like, that's a psychopath. Animal abuse. Yeah, and like, why would you and do like, that? Yeah, like, they're really saying something yeah. right now. Because that took time. You didn't just yeah, find didn't a blue just snake. throw a snake and in a It's a book. Plate. Have it be a poisonous yeah. snake. Sure. Paint a cobra blue yeah. and be yeah. like, oh no, and then they have to kill the snake. Sure. Um, do you want to read the back of the book? Okay. Even though I feel like we're doing a very good job giving a breakdown. Yeah. A killer sound. Somebody's ripping off rap artist Randy Rand by counterfeiting copies of his hottest tunes and cutting in on his profits. For Frank and Joe, the case is a piece of cake. The trail leads right to a hustler named Jack Martinelli, and the Hardys catch the con man in the act. But the act turns downright dirty when Martinelli turns up dead. Suddenly, I hate this line. <laughs> so funny. Rapster Randy faces a murder rap. I don't know uh, if I ever noticed the word rapster. Yeah. I, I don't think they say it in the book. I think yeah. I, I read the back of the book so long ago. Yeah, that. I, don't, I think I missed that. And the Hardy Boys face deadly danger on the mean streets of New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> They're convinced the real killer is running free, and it's up to them to do their stuff, no matter how rough it gets. Because if they don't find the dude who did the deed, cool man Randy <laughs> Rand will soon be cooling his heels in jail. This is a crime. Cool man Randy <laughs> Rand. He is the um, nicest guy in any book I've ever oh, read. Oh, so, so Randy nice. Randy oh. is a fucking sweetheart. I, actually, I gotta say, Beastmaster J probably nicer. <gasps> yeah, Beastmaster like, J. The rappers in this mm-hmm. are like just sweet as pie. Yeah, and when they get oh mad, gosh, they feel bad s- about it, and they're like, yeah. oh, "I really flew off the handle." And you're like, "Oh, um, yeah, I, you know what? This is book is racist in a way I didn't expect. I, I thought I knew in what way this book was going to be racist. Oh yeah, but, but it was different. And it was absolutely not racist against Chinese people, mm-hmm. not yeah. black people. And it, yeah. Well, it gets a little bit in early in when they're introducing the power brokers, and it describes Randy Rand, uh-huh, and it yeah. describes the other another power broker. And you're like, okay, true, maybe this true. maybe racist. And then the third guy, they're like a black man. Yeah. Like they're just kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, all right. And then they like lose interest. Yeah. And then they're just like, off he goes. Yeah. yeah. I I will say it it was, there was a moment, and this is being generous. Let's say I'm reading this very generously. Okay. Because this certainly isn't, I, I don't think this is what they were going for. But let's pretend that I'm tweaking it up to 10. Okay. Sure. Joe and Frank Hardy really had to be confronted with their ideas of how a black rapper would behave because mm-hmm. they assumed Beastmaster they Jay did. was going to be very aggressive mm-hmm. and violent. And Randy Rand had to put him in their place. Yeah. No, he's a very gentle soul. Yeah. He's just, he's just, they just have a, a simple rap beef. They, they do. Have a beef. They even have like a diss track that doesn't get really oh referenced very much. It's so embarrassing. Um, the diss track is so embarrassing. I don't what remember the lines of the diss track. Oh, I, I don't think we even. Oh, what was very fun about yeah, the, the final and the first? So both Kelly and I had to borrow Fernie's book yeah. because uh, ours you know what? I planned it. Right I, time. I hopped on. I'm usually Amazon. so good about this. I yeah. can't remember the last time. But oh, like I said, I the reason I kind of slept on it is because when I went on Amazon, it was like 
oh, I can order it and it's prime shipping. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, I'm safe. And then when I went back, so I like to say that our listeners really fucked us over on this because yep. I know that you're the ones who bought it because otherwise who's buying this book? Yeah. There so, were nine copies and none of you bought it. <laughs> and also, uh, sorry, a, a, a sincere apology to each and every one of you that spent $12 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully it was only like six or seven at the time. Um, so we all borrowed your book mm-hmm. and got the honor of seeing your, your I started marks. underlining it. Yeah, yeah because I was, I was like, there are so, I, I, very, I stopped very fast because I was like, <laughs> every yeah, line is bad. You had like three underlines. And then I was like, what am I and doing? And then it's just dug yeah. But I did enjoy but I was seeing very, what you thought was yes. noteworthy. Yeah, well, it was fun because it was usually the same. The first thing yeah, I was going to do that I was going to track was like, I want to see what this version of Franklin W. Dixon's version of 1992 New York is because I don't think they live in 1992 New York. (laughs) And so just watching them navigate New York City was like, and they get in the cab and they go here. Like there's no (laughs) understanding of what this is, how big Chinatown is, how big Manhattan is. I (laughs) was losing my mind every time the ghostwriter felt the need to tell us what their meal was, where they had oh. the meal, oh yeah, and how they got from one place to another. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't need to know that they went. They are getting paid by the word one hundred percent. Seriously, yeah. they went by taxi. They went by subway. Yeah. Next thing they knew, they were in the subway. Let me see if I can find my favorite completely unnecessary part. My favorite. I think my favorite word in it is then when they first meet Randy Rand. Uh, he's describing himself, uh, oh, and yep. he says, "Well, check this. I'm a poor kid from Brooklyn." All right. Who hooks up with the <laughs> baddest jammies in the world? Jammies. Oh my God. What does right. jammies mean? I don't know what jammies is. And it ends with with the baddest jammies in the world, comma, right period. Not even right question mark. Just right. I don't right. know what that means. Right. There were a couple of things they said baddest that I did not. In the world. Right. 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 There were a couple of things I did period. not understand what they were saying. No. statement. Like when um I the think it was use of deaf. Yeah. Deaf as a compliment. That's not what that is used for you don't say wow you're like yes def jam records i think the reference i I think it's whoa they're just outdated because i think that's more like you're like the deafest they use it always just wrong yeah Yeah. just 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 wrong just to the left well and also like i didn't really get this either so he introduces tony and dr d who are the other power brokers Mm -hmm. and frank in response to the phrase that's Tony and Dr. D. He says they're fresh. Mm-hmm. Tony and Dr. D are fresh. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Randy knows. They're all fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. Who isn't fresh so, in this so book? So Frank says that and Randy's just like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Randy's just like, mm, you're from Connecticut. You know what? I'm yeah. not going to add to this. <laughs> uh, so the prime example mm. of the unnecessary details on either where they're eating or where they're going or their specific movements. And I kept like when I would get really bored, I would try to translate the page in my mind to what might, how it might be playing out or written if it was a good noir. Mm. Yeah. I started doing that too. of being yeah. like, okay, like, like okay, there's something fun about is. starting with a low stakes it's yes. just someone ripping off CDs and then this that ends like up Chinatown. in murder. Yeah, that's, I, I would yeah. think yeah, that. Like, that's oh, it's, fun. it's deeper than it looks. Yeah. It's yeah, everywhere. Classic. And classic like, noir. Tabitha's the dame. Yeah. yeah. And so I was trying, I was just like trying to convert it in my mind. And I was like, I think maybe the main difference is, I mean, besides the obvious, which is tone, um, more movement 
description and, <laughs> and meal description than character tone and description. Mm -hmm. It was just like, here's who they were. Here's what they were wearing. Yeah. That was it. We don't know what it they feel about anything. There wasn't any kind of palpable. Yeah, we don't know how they like. All we know is they like, oh, that dude's bad. That mm -hmm. dude's good. Oh, I thought that dude was bad. Turns out he's good. Yeah. That was about as deep as it got in mm -hmm. terms of like impressions of people. Whereas noir is so thick with impressions mm -hmm. of people. Or, or the other thing that jumped out at me is like, you don't go right to the fucking warehouse. Yeah. You no, look up who so owns the dumb. building. You look up some paper trail. You fucking assholes. You don't like find out. You don't go to Chinatown. Mm -mm. Maybe you go to Chinatown. Or I'll you, grant you that. But you, you go ask, to Chinatown. You just ask around. You yeah. don't go you into the fucking kid. warehouse. I'll, I'll grant you like up until when they meet the kid who's selling the actual bootlegs. When? Mm -hmm. When? And, and he says, oh, it's this guy. This guy is where I get it. This guy's who I work for. Great. Now go do some fucking background. Yeah. Do some. Um, Just like recon. Yes. Recon you don't have to go the in. Guy. You don't go directly. To, what are you going to. What's your game plan once you get there? The Hardy you Boys are not good at this. little boys. No. They're just oh. stupid little boys wandering around New York. But the other fun thing is either you try to like convert it in your head to noir or you imagine them as 10 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fun. Imagine them as it's 10 year olds. It's when you are like 10 year olds are doing that. I yeah. also think like the, so they go and they, they meet this kid who's like, who never really factors in games. Like, yeah, go talk to this guy. Yeah. And after I'd finished the book, I was like, you're going to save these ninjas for like the last 10. If you're going to do ninjas in Chinatown, just yeah. do it then. Like yeah. just right away they get attacked. You know, like yeah. instead yeah. this book is straight. It's 150 very small pages and the first 50 of it, nothing. It's just a sincere who's making duplicates of yeah. CDs. Yeah. And yeah. Then on page 50, someone dies. Martinelli dies. And until then it's just sort of like, yeah, mm. I guess that's how you'd look into it. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. There's not even a glimmer of excitement. No, no. They and it's impossible to care about records. Too. Mm. At all. They just go places and see people. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's the page where I was like, enough. Enough. <laughs> Besides, I doubt he'd kill Martinelli just to frame Randy. This is toward the end of the book, by the way. He doesn't seem capable of it. Okay. So they've just talked to Beastmaster Jay right. and determined that he is a gentle soul. I guess you're right, Joe said, automatically pressing the button for the elevator. When he remembered it was broken, he held the door to the stairs open for Frank. What about Blue Lou? I'm becoming more and more convinced of his guilt. Frank and Joe headed down the stairs. I guess we should head back. We promised we'd meet Randy for lunch, Frank said. We have to go back to the hotel anyway, Joe said. I forgot my wallet. So I guess the cab ride is on me again, Frank said jokingly. I'll take care of lunch, Joe offered, after I get my wallet. Within 15 minutes, the Hardys were back at the Gramercy, heading for their room. Frank opened the door and stood waiting while Joe picked his wallet up and shoved it in his back pocket. Okay, mm -hmm. we're ready, Joe announced. It, yeah. That's not a detail that's necessary. No. No. I don't. It never comes into play that he forgot his wallet. It never comes into play that they went back to the hotel room to get his wallet. It's it's literally just stupid. words on a page. Yeah, it has to be by word yeah. or by page. That has to be by their page. <gasps> you guys. What? I was wrong. What? It totally comes into play that he forgot his wallet because that's when they discovered the tape recorder. In the room. However, mm. did not need to know the elevator no. was broken. No. Did not need to know that they forgot, pushed the button for the elevator. Yeah. 
did not need to know that they took the stairs, did not need to know that midway down the stairs, they remembered something else and went back up the stairs. Yeah. However, I will grant that the wallet came into play. Yeah. I mean, the Hardy boys are just so bad at what they do and they're teenagers. So really there's no reason why anyone has any business calling the Hardy boys to do anything. No. No. And yet- To be fair, if you're following along with the Hardy boys case files, I think at this point, book 73, they have like stopped- multiple international drug okay. smuggling rings. So maybe oh, you've okay. heard that and you're like, you know yeah, what? This yeah. seems small stakes. But let's call those guys in. Makes a little more sense. They've yeah. been around tons of people dying. This yeah. won't shake. Maybe they thought this would be this would be easy for them. Give them a little vacation. Sure. Them a break. Yeah. I mean, and it was funny because they were like, well, the police won't help with this case. But yet when the Hardy Boys arrive, a police officer helps immediately. Them instantly immediately. with the case. So I was just like, there's and no reason for these not boys just to that, be there. but they had the same leads. Yeah. Oh, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, and they were appropriately what, they to a fully appropriate level didn't care about the duplications. Yeah, like they oh, were, they were yeah. like, yeah, I mean, we'll get around to it. I don't know. And then people started dying. They're like, you could read from the cops like this is a stupid, this is dumb. Yeah, like yeah. okay, Hardy boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you yeah, figure they, it out. And even. I respected how much they were staying on top of it. Yeah. The police. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you guys have actually been keeping up with this case to an appropriate degree. Yeah. There is one scene in this book, and I was just trying to find it, and I can't, so I'll paraphrase it, uh, that almost accidentally achieves actual good, like, pulp book from, like, the 40s. Mm -hmm. And it's a scene where Frank and Joe either go into Randy Rand's hotel room or he comes into theirs. And if you read it with a subtext that they're about to fuck, it's a home run. Because it really feels like one of those old pulps where it's like, we can't say it and we can't show it. But it's just got this tension where like Randy Rand is pissed off and they're kind of trying to calm him down. And Uh because it's just so factual of like, he sits on the bed. He like, it's all these things. Right, and he's shirtless. Yes, exactly. It's really leading towards like, hey- Randy Rand's gonna fuck these teens. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Like, and these I, teens are gonna fuck and, Randy. And I mean, it's gonna be great, and it's gonna cut till I right mean, after. Joe's been wanting to do it from yes, page one. Absolutely. There's and even it, a part where one of them's like, "I have to admit, he's hot." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah yes. I know. We all know." Absolutely. And it's so much like it's so yeah, accidental. He's fucking Mark yeah. Wahlberg. I know. Everybody Dancing wants to around. fuck Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's Dirk Diggler. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It. Yeah. I mean, this book. Uh, there were actually multiple parts where. He was described in a very sexual way. Yeah, he is. Or just like certain details that I was like, we don't. Well, he's described more sensually than Tabitha. Sensually, yes. And part of it, I think, was because he's like nice. Like, again, like. He's nice. He's never. He's like gets angry at one point uh, and not at the boy. Every time he's like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, it is just sort of like in a normal bit of fiction you'd be like i hope they end up with randy rand because he yes. is sweet he's nice he's he's, he's interesting he's, he's an artist he's yeah. got a burgeoning career yeah. mm-hmm. i think um in a in like the so the character analogs for a rom-com i think tabitha's the one that like is hot and that they're like yeah. drawn to mm-hmm. but then like the one when they wake up and they're like oh the the one that i should be going after is the one who's right in front of me all along Randy Rand. Yeah. Oh, and for our listeners, Tabitha is the uh, president of Tight Fist Records, mm-hmm. which fist I was record. like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot Ghost going writer, on. Ghost Tight Fist. Yeah. No. no. That sounds wrong. It just sounds wrong all mm-hmm. over. But she is the owner, 
president of Tight Fist Records because her daddy got her the company. And I was like, oh, that's some like gem vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for without the holograms or anything fun. And yeah. she's a fairly sexist character. Like she, yeah. almost every other oh, line yeah. is daddy. Daddy. No. You know, daddy. Company, daddy. Yeah, it's pretty daddy. gross. It's it. The switch was very funny to me, though. Yeah. Because she's nothing but like badass businesswoman. And then all of a sudden, whenever her dad is like, you're not, the press on this company is bad. I don't think that we should keep it going. Yes. And she goes, daddy, but you said daddy. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Frequently in another room. And then she storms out. Yeah. Mostly, and then she comes yeah, out. Almost entirely in another room. Yeah. And she'll come out and like look like she's been crying, but she'll be like, oh, hi. Um, sorry. I have yeah, to take this like, with my father. Super business lady again. Yeah. There Very is weird. one. There's one part of this book that makes me think that potentially whoever this Franklin W. Dixon is was somewhat aware or just like straight up fucking around. And it is there is a bunch of stuff hidden in there that I think is purposefully sexual or not. Uh, (laughs) There's at some point I I can't remember where it is. At some point, the number 69 shows up prominently and unnecessarily. Mm. uh, And Randy Rand's room is 420. 420. I noticed that. I was like, 420, bro. The 420 jumps jumps out. out. Yeah, and and both of them so jumps out, and for no reason that you don't need to know it. It never factors in. And there's a couple things like that where I'm like. Well, I don't know. Maybe in 1992, that wasn't as much of a thing. But like, no, it feels yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, 420. Yeah. In um, So my very first concert was Alanis Morissette. Great. The Del Mar Fair in San Diego. Hmm. And when I was there, I bought an Alanis Morissette shirt. And I don't know if it's to my mother's ig- ignorance, to my mother's credit, or to my mother's detriment. That she let me buy what looked like a like baseball tee with the number sixty nine on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? But yeah. I was walking around as a thirteen year old, number sixty nine on my back, going Great. to junior high. Nobody, nobody at all. Anything. Yeah. Buy an, buy an eight ball patches and like yes, just stickers. living life. And it was like that plus like. Aliens and peace signs and daisies and shit. Oh, yeah. It was the uh, early yes. to mid 90s. Yin-yes. But like <laughs> nobody explained to me what 69 was or an eight ball. Mm-mm. That is so very funny. funny. That reminds me of my mom to this day is very naive mm-hmm. and very like she's just like almost childlike in her naivete. And um, she bought this like singing bowl and we have like uh-huh. a couple singing bowls at home. But the one that she just bought the thing that you use to looks like, like a dick. It <laughs> it has a straight up head and like I'm a urethra sorry. hole. And I shouldn't have jumped on your story, no, but I was so no, excited. It, <laughs> like, it looks legit like a penis. And my mom is like showing us this thing. And both me and my sister are staring at it. And my sister's like, I hate that thing. <laughs> and my mom's like, what? And she's you just like, have I to want to make it sing. <laughs> <laughs> if you if run you it the right way. It. Look, no, if you go too fast, look, yeah, I'll you, show you. All right, you have to hold it right. Yeah. And I was just like, mom, that looks like a penis. And she was like, what? And then my sister was <laughs> like, I want to cut you for telling her. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, that's awful. And like, and Micah was sitting there the whole time and he's just like smiling like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think a lot of times it just, they just don't yeah. know. No, I think my mom fully knew. My mom is much cooler than me. think she was like me. afraid that, like she was, she was just like, ah, eh, she doesn't know. It doesn't matter. I, yeah, I think the it was like. Least resistance maybe of being like, yeah. either I can explain why she can't get that exactly. shirt. Yeah. Or I think it was it's like, fine. 
Also, she was like, she was cool mom, but not like shitty cool mom. Not like, everybody can drink here because I'd rather you do it here than somewhere else. She was just like, you know what? I'm going to let you find your own path. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just uh, either people are going to understand what it is or not. You're only 13. I don't feel the need to have that conversation with you. Yeah. 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 Um, She knew. She, she knew, knew, though. She did know. She knew. She let me walk around in a 69 <laughs> She's like, shirt. Look at Lindsay. No one ever said anything. I wonder if it made me cooler or weirder at school. I Hard think it probably say. made you cooler. Hey, people who listen to this podcast who I went to junior high with, if you exist, at me. <laughs> let me know if you knew what was we'll going do on. A, we'll, we'll do a poll. Just hundreds yeah. of, we knew, we knew, we knew, we knew. We knew. We knew. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone I went to junior high yeah. school with who I don't even remember, suddenly I'm, they have a they Facebook group that you're not in. They're all oh like, my God, it just says in. like Podcast, Lindsay's 69 shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a private Hashtag group. Lindsay's 69 shirt. <laughs> hey guys, Kelly here from Teen Creeps. I wanted to talk to you about our sponsor for this week's podcast, Quip. Listen, I am insane about my teeth, and it's hard to brush your teeth right for the right amount of time to make sure you're switching out your brushes enough. All of us could do with a little bit of guidance. And most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? First up, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help keep your teeth clean. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. I just received my new brush heads, and it is so nice not even thinking about, oh God, I have to make sure that I order this thing. It's a thing that I do not even think about, and it just comes in, and I got healthy, clean teeth. And it is so easy because Quip got my back. Oh, 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 Quip got my back. Okay. Quip also comes with a mount and it suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And more importantly, Lindsay and I love Quip. I got my quip posted up on my little mirror and everybody that walks in is like, dang, you got a cute toothbrush. Dang, your teeth look amazing. And I'm like, those two things are related, boo-boo, because I have quip. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use quip every day. So you're thinking, how can I get in on this sweet, sweet quip deal? First up, quip starts at just $25, boo-boo. And if you go to getquip.com slash teencreeps right now, that's getquip.com slash teencreeps. You'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash teencreeps. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash teencreeps. Getquip.com slash teencreeps. Um, so there are something that uh, Lindsay and I were kind of talking about that makes this book worthwhile are the wraps. Mm-hmm. Raps are really good. Yeah, the raps are very good. Um, I was wondering if we could wrap like, wrap them. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to wrap? Do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys want to pull up a chair, flip it around? There's one it, longer one. Wrap. There's yeah. That's there's marks. one in the beginning on page eight. What you do? I believe pretty is short. what that's called. Yeah, that's what you do. And then the last page one is pretty long. I will say yeah. that what you do with a what 
letter U and do, I was like, I believe that is a yeah, rap. Yeah, I believe that too. I, I, yeah, totally. I honestly think it's like a decade too early, 1990, because that's yeah. like a Britney yeah. song. That's, that's like true. A, what you do is a early 2000s mm-hmm. pop home run, mm-hmm. like the Neptunes mm-hmm. do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, credit that, credit 420. Yeah. Okay, so do we want to like lay down a beat for you? And then you can oh God, that is my nightmare. You do it. Nightmare. I'm not good at beat. I don't think I've ever beatbox. I could try to pull up okay. an app. Pull up an app. <laughs> oh, I think it's good. What you do, I do too. <laughs> Get past the skin, I'm just like you. I breathe the air, the earth we share. We should unite and fight for right. That's it. That's the whole rap. Oh, and okay. the next okay. line is Joe saying, that's what I like about Randy's music. He has a real social conscience. <laughs> it's so, and like multiple times in this book, he goes somewhere and like performs this and people are like, fuck yes. No, people are dying in the streets from this wonderful yeah. song. Fucking loving this shit. Like, no, everyone loves it. Huge. He's huge. He's like he's like socially conscious Eminem. He's like JT huge. He is he yeah. is huge. JT huge. Like oh, people I, are screaming. You know what? I guess he's Marky Mark huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for a moment in time. Yeah. It tell Randy Rand that he has a bright future in film ahead of him. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Tell him that one day he's gonna be in he's a film called The Happening. Yeah. And people are gonna love it. Every, yeah. It's all gonna be worth it once he gets that first review from The Happening. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's mm. gonna do it. Yeah. All your hard work rapping paid off. Yeah. Uh, can I read my favorite exchange in this? Yes. Please do. Please, by all means. So they've caught um, uh, Blue Lu Chang and oh. they're taking him away. And this is what happens uh, Joe gave Chang a huge grin as he left his office. See ya. Glad I'm not you. You just oh. couldn't resist one parting shot, could you? Frank said, chuckling. <laughs> Joe said, cradling his ribs. I guess there's something about nearly being killed that brings out my sarcastic side. So first oh, of all, they, yeah, that jumped out at me so hard. That shows a, a gross misunderstanding of what sarcasm yes, is. Yes, because you. otherwise, see, you, glad I'm not you. Means if it's sarcastic, he, really, he does wish he was him. He getting wishes arrested. he was him. Also, it's see, you wouldn't want to be. Yeah, no, it's not see, oh you, glad God. I'm not you. That's that's it, no one. That has no. That has no charm. No, or like rhyme or reason. No. I'll see you. Glad I'm not you. And then like, huh, you just had to stick the knife in, didn't you, bro? It's like, what are you, <laughs> what what are you referring commenting? to, Frank? It's not. It's so boring. It's not worth pointing out. No. But they're constantly doing that with each other. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. that's a zinger. And it's like, what are you talking about? I was going to say one moment did jump out at me. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, just this one moment is could be good noir. And it comes on the same page as when we get the lyrics to what you do. Mm. And it's just before, and it says, where do we start, Joe asked, as the cab pulled to a stop. Where we always start, Frank said, handing the driver a 20 at the bottom. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Okay. I actually, right. I remember cool. thinking like, oh, that was a decent line. Yeah, yeah. What I loved about um, When They Fight the Ninjas mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that it is, okay, it <laughs> that is- line is very funny. The <laughs> Hardy Boys, Yeah. okay, two of them, unarmed. Yes. It is four ninjas. Mm-hmm. One has a sword. One has throwing knives, or no, throwing, throwing stars. stars. Yeah, knives mm-hmm. is far too subtle. Far, far. Uh, one <laughs> has nunchucks and another unknown. Yeah. Some type of weapon. And he's the scariest one. <laughs> he's because scariest. You don't know what weapon yeah. that is. Hasn't revealed it yet. All you have, like, but they're fine. Yeah. The Hardy Boys are fine. All you have to do is there is literally like, he got him good with a 
old-fashioned roundhouse punch. And I feel like they're constantly doing like good old boy, all-American oh, like yeah. punches and kicks. Because white wins. Because white wins. White wins. Um, can I read to you how I read the rap in my head at that happens at the end? Yes. Yes. Because I think there's no other. Well, we should say first. Oh, like, sure. Why? Let's give context. Why? Sure. Yeah. So they've... Uh, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and say. So the person who killed Martinelli... Yes. ...is in fact Tabitha mm-hmm. because yes. she was trying to protect her company. But right. Then, but then it seemed like the Hardy boys were too close to figuring it out. So she sent her two sound engineers. <laughs> yeah, yes. The most jacked sound engineers. Yeah. Uh, to try to kill them, and then she gets found out when they try to ab- when they abduct Randy Rand and the Hardy Boys. But Beastmaster Jay saves them, which again, okay, yeah. not not racist, cool, unexpected, um, and and so blah blah blah. They save the day. Randy Rand's given his concert at Madison Square, Madison Garden. Square Garden. Yeah, sells out. Great, you're far above Tight Fist Records at that point, yeah. but whatever. And Beastmaster Jay goes out. They've they fucking solved their beef. They've solved that beef. And then this happens. So Randy is on stage and he's like, I need the Beastmaster to join me for this, for this round, or for, for the chorus. Randy and the Beastmaster sing or rap this part. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. If you're innocent of the crime, if you're staring at hard time, if the walls are closing in, if your options are running thin, yo, it's Frank and Joe. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. Frank and Joe will come through. Frank and Joe know what to do. Don't even <laughs> think about making tracks. Just fill these homies in on the facts. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. And Joe says, I bet it'll be a hit. And Frank says, it's definitely fresh. First of all, I want to say you just so sold me on that goddamn rap because that, <laughs> I like, honestly, read it correctly. Like, like circa was... 2007. Like, do you remember Uffy? Do you remember that European like mm. rapper Uffy? She mm-hmm. would like what you just did. Like, she like rapped on the Justice album. She had a track, I think. Like, and she was like one of those sort of like blog mm-hmm. uh, uh, people, and that was. Spot on. (laughs) Truly, really, you just put like a minimalist beat behind there. It's like, yeah, okay, there was a brief period where people were- Yo, it's Frank and Joe. Joe. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. (laughs) Well, because otherwise you can't make it work. Well, because I kept trying to, and this is where you went right and I was going wrong. I kept trying to make the the verse fit with the chorus of Yo, it's Frank and Joe. I think we're beyond verse and chorus at this point in the book. I know. I was like, I'm calling it that, but but, meh. Yeah, because the Beastmaster joining him on the chorus, which means he then sat back twice and then joined in. Wait, so the chorus is just Yo, it's Frank and Joe? Yeah, Yo, it's Frank and Mm. Joe. That's so, I just imagine the whole audience being like, who the fuck are Frank and Joe? Yo, it's Frank and Joe. Yo, it's Frank and Joe. If you're innocent of the crime, if you're staring at hard time, if the walls are closing in, if your options are running thin, yo, it's Frank and Joe. Yo, it's Frank Frank and and Joe. Joe. Frank and Joe. Welcome through. And that's where like that's where, everything yeah. started to fall apart for me. Uh, I was like, okay, uh, okay. And then uh, no, well, not even, at all. Even what you read off the cover falls apart. Where no, it's, yeah. Cool is the rule when you're on the case and danger's in your face. There are not enough sim- syllables no, in and danger's in your face to match well, the, the first part. The mm-hmm. thing that I feel like happens with these raps is the only thing that the writers care about is rhyming. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not cadence and, or like, like that beat 
does not matter. Oh, let me see. Also, the, as the one we've again. learned from many a rapper, like yeah. make whatever yeah. the fuck yeah. you want yeah. to oh, rhyme. Rhyme when you're on a case and uh uh, it's <laughs> danger. There's a danger in your face. Ah, uh, <laughs> I feel like you have to do a lot of like uh yeah. Uh, you have to throw have to some other time. stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah or yeah. that thing that's so popular right now in like rap to be like ha. Oh, maybe that would help. Yeah. You know, yeah, do a little couple of ha. You know what's else is helpful? Imagining a lot of these are like yeah, yeah, like remixes. Yeah. So it almost works. Yeah. So they've yeah, got yeah. another yeah. thing that they can't alter, and they're rapping over that. Yeah. And then they're like, ah, shit. Uh, you know, I'm uh, just gonna stick with the know, way. Yeah. I write. <laughs> ah, ah, shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I was so confused by the Blue Lou character. I thought he was, I mean, his name was Blue Lou and he kept throwing blue snakes around. I was like, this is going to be their red herring. Yeah. Like that that's their, they're, they're, they're being cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in a way they were, except he was also, I mean, like he was some sort of ninja lord and probable, probable yeah. murderer. So like it didn't quite work. It should have just been like, I'm just, a, yeah, I sell, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Usually a red herring is like, yeah. I am not a threat. Yeah. He's like, I'm not the guy you want, but I am definitely a threat and i'm also kind of the guy you want yeah but it <laughs> i was so confused because it's like they go and confront him and he's like yeah i've been leaving signs but i didn't have it wasn't a hurt you i was just what trying to throw the you off then? the snake and the, the snake knife. okay he was like but no i didn't have anybody follow you on the subway in that i didn't tape yeah player. in that tape player and um which is the thing and that they go that we and, have not yeah. yeah uh i didn't yeah, I just had them follow you. I wouldn't have my guys hurt you unless you deserved it. And then they leave and they come back and it's kind of the same thing of like, no, I didn't do that. I, I told my guys just to scare you off, but I I would never. I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. But like Frank if, like flies off the handle yeah. though. But right? it's, Frank's it's not even hothead. Just so wait, where is it? Oh yeah. So Joe and Frank took the stairs up one flight to Chang's office. Joe mm. took a deep, deep breath, turned the knob, and pushed the door in. Mm -hmm. Blue Lu Chang sat on his sofa, seemingly waiting patiently for them. Come in, my young friends, Chang said, smiling. What a pleasant surprise. Now listen, Frank said as he and Joe entered Chang's office. We're not here to cause trouble. We just wanted you to know that Chief of Police Sam Peterson is a close friend of ours, and he won't appreciate all the threats you've been throwing at us. Again, Blue Lou exclaimed, standing up. This is the third time you've barged in on me. And then he's like, I never would have done anything about that. But now that you've pissed me off, here are some ninjas. Yeah. And it's oh, like, but well, no, it's you were just. It's because Frank flies off the handle, right? Like he grabs him and like, put, and he's like, I'm sick and tired of all this. And I think he takes umbrage with the touching. Yeah. Maybe. I think but Blue they were Lou like might be in the right. Yeah. Go. I think Blue Lou is in the right. They in came the into his yeah. place of work. Two teenagers yes. from Connecticut kept bugging him. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to do business. So he's sick ninjas on them. That's what I do. That's what I, if I had ninjas at disposal. Absolutely. I'd be like, there are these teenagers smoking oh, weed yeah. next to my backyard. Yeah. Please <laughs> get them away from here. They're upsetting the dogs. Room 420. <laughs> um, yeah. So blah, blah, blah. Because Frank like blah, touches blah, him blah. on the shoulders yeah. or something. Blah, blah. Yeah. So. But it's like, so Frank touches him on the shoulders and then lets him go. Yeah. And then he. And then, and Frank is like, okay, let's, everyone just relax before someone gets hurt. Chang shook his head apologetically. Hurting people is not my style, especially people who have done no wrong to me. You've crossed that line today, Joe Hardy. And for yeah. that, and he has like those ninjas 
just ready. waiting yeah. in the Well, they're ninjas. You don't know where And I was like, yeah. but he actually got lucky. He didn't know if they were there or yeah. not. <laughs> he never they might have been there break. He like, yeah. like, well, you've crossed that. Okay, yeah, you've crossed okay, that yeah, line. Yeah. He was stalling a little. He's like, yeah. I usually don't. Uh, I'm going to check my Apple Watch. Yeah, they texted. They're here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, it was just like, it was back and forth between trying to decide whether Blue Lou was like a Beastmaster J yeah. or truly a threat. And he was trying to have his cake and eat it too, and it just didn't work out. Now, one of the things that like was stumping me about this book a little bit, I was like, after I uh, uh, finished it, was thinking about like, why why does this book exist, and who is this for? Like, because like so many of these like pulpy kind of YA books, you can trace it to like, oh, okay, well, this is the market, yeah, and it's for like, you know what, you're not hit straight on sex yet, and so this is titillating in that way, or like the horror kind of triggers a certain mm-hmm. thing. I have no idea. Like, I was a boy growing up. I'm sure that <laughs> these were marketed to me, and I'm like, what was I getting out of it? There's not even There's like no fun action. adventure. Like, There's so no is, action. It should. This should be like mystery and action, yes. and it is neither. Like, I get more of the ones where they're on speedboats shooting machine guns sure. around yeah, because yeah. I'm like, okay, that seems cool. There's nothing cool about this. Mm-mm. There's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing like scary or spooky yeah. about. It. So I'm like, well, what? The, yeah, what somebody is this was just book? like, oh, they're into rap now, right? We'll I think it literally is that. I think it's literally like. You but know, not a this was around black rapper. They wouldn't be friends right. with yeah, him. Yeah, it's too much. Parents too won't much, buy it. Yeah. Well, because yeah, you get in trouble if you mm-hmm. buy that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It 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 does seem like it's desperately trying to jump onto what they think is a fad, and yeah. they're like, oh well. I mean, we got to do just one of these. But it, yeah, it's it's so interesting that like so many books that age, they're like wish fulfillment. Yeah. Therefore, titillation, or there there is some sort of moral that you're supposed to learn. This has none of it. Because it's not even like the moral is, hey, don't duplicate tapes, because this is before anyone had CD burners. They talk about the burning machine. Oh, the laser. The that laser they have burning to use from machine. Hong Kong. Yeah, it's very fancy. They only have it in Hong Kong. And he's like, okay, it's so weird to like go like you can't like like why would I as a kid read this, even in 1992, when I could go and I could get a book that has the same level of like coolness, but also has one of those other things. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> On the being such a threat to typefist, <laughs> every time I say that, it's funny to me. It's very stupid because she's like, oh, they're underselling us. Oh, and so it's the bragging. But then when they go to Chinatown, that kid they run into, Nguyen, he is like, yeah, I'll tell you where they are if you buy 10 cassettes. Mm-hmm. And they walk away and it like cuts them having bought the cassettes. And they're like, Ten cassettes for a hundred dollars. What a ripoff! Yeah. yeah, I was like, I thought that the whole fucking point was this cheaper. Was that it's cheaper? Yeah, how much were cassettes and in nineteen ninety two? Like, like CDs bucks, were right? like fifteen. Yeah, so it's probably like nine, ten bucks. It's like yeah. the, same. So it's the same. It's maybe the he, you know same. it was just you know he was paying for the information, so it was upcharge. Maybe you know maybe. he's like I know what he wants. He doesn't want these tapes. He wants because I will tell maybe. you my first. Uh, I, I remember buying a bootleg CD. Uh, probably in it was, Des- it was Destiny's Child. So what that would be two thousand. <laughs> I've never owned a bootleg CD because I respect <sighs> music artists. And you know what? Even though I complain that this book is racist against Asians because it conflates three different types of Asian as one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a problem. And yeah. you know, they're you know, they're, whatever. There uh, are three different types of shady Asians. Oh, that's right. And there, you know, one is like the runner. One yeah. is the uh the like. Uh, imports exports guy yeah. yeah and one is the ninja yeah 
Um, Three distinct flavors of shady yeah. Asians. <laughs> shady Asians. Uh, sh- keep your eyes out for crazy shady Asians coming out. Um, I, Kelly's writing that and I, producing it. <laughs> and no one will watch it. Um, I will say that CD was purchased in, in Chinatown. Chinatown. Actually, I want to say maybe Little Saigon. So it was my people. Well, it's like, I mean, sure, you find that. You find bootleg stuff. Oh, yeah. It is not that much of a threat. Every now and then, like, in the early 90s, early mid-90s, you go to New York, Chinatown did not have a monopoly on bootleg shit. Like, the whole fucking island was just people with, like, bootleg movies and DVDs and CDs on the the blanket so they can fold it up and bolt when the cops show up. Mm -hmm. So it's so weird that they're, like... If you want to buy a burnt CD, I'm not trying to All right, watch for watch your back. Yeah, and it's not like I mean bootlegs were nowhere on the level as downloading became mm-hmm. later. It is not that much of a threat. People are still mostly yeah. going to a Sam Goody or a Tower Records. Yeah. It is it is weird because it, I think that it reveals like how little is known about this world of rap because they're like, well, we can't have them be like fighting about drugs. I bet yeah. that that is the whole problem. They're like, well, let's like, have them fight about what? Like bootlegging? I don't know. Let's pretend that Maybe, white teens are going to Chinatown in droves. I think some of these other books are about <laughs> drugs. I re- I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's true. Which remember ones? when we read Low Dunk and it was about black tar heroin? <laughs> yeah. Low Dunk? Lois Duncan. Ah. We've taken a call in her Low Dunk because <laughs> we're cool. Because she's our best friend. She's our best friend. Her ghost is our best friend. Um... I just wanted to, re- I thought I'd read a couple more examples please, yes. of please, them please. getting into food time and oh, yeah. location too much. It was after seven o'clock when Frank and Joe hopped off a bus just a couple of blocks from Tight Fist Records. They had killed time by eating at a small Chinese restaurant near the hotel. Who cares? <laughs> oh, they go to get falafel. Cares. They get falafel with uh, Frankie because, oh, yeah. no, wait, Frankie, Frank, is that his name? Randy Rand. Not Joe Frankie and Frank. Frankie, Frankie, Frank. Eh, same thing. Frank is one of the Hardy Boys. <laughs> it is stunning they never go Frankie by Joe and Joe and Frankie. Frankie Frank. Frank. It feels Jane like a blob. <laughs> it was, you know, they call you know Randy Rand. The police call him Rand as if that's his last name. Did you notice that? They're like, oh, well, Rand's on, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Maybe it is. And we then also, know. you know how Marky Mark, the name is Mark, and Marky's the nickname. Yeah, Rand is not a. It is a first name. It is. It can yeah, be, I, yeah, I knew. I knew one Rand. Oh my god! Did you call him Randy? I call him Randy Rand. He was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Real sweet guy. Real sweet guy. Uh, here's another one. Joe and Frank were lucky to find a cab to take them back to their hotel. While they rode the hotel elevator to the fourth floor, Joe thought long and hard about the case. He was upset that his current favorite musician was a murder suspect. <laughs> I would be too. Yeah. This is a sequence that I thought was, so this is a, they try to do cliffhangers on the end of these, but a lot of times the cliffhangers are like, and they found a burnt CD. I really hope that's uh, what I think it is. This one so. is. Uh, I remember uh, the dog ear. Uh, before Frank could do anything, the man pressed his hands against Frank's chest and pushed him down towards the subway track bed, right into the path of the oncoming train. Holy shit. Holy shit. The next line on the next chapter is, Frank didn't fall though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the yeah. hell? He managed to wrap his arms around pole. So you set up this interesting thing. Again, it's a book. Budget is not a concern. Yes. So you can have you can him have a whole like, action fight. Tactical role in front of the thing and yeah. dodge and, and, yeah, and do something cool. Thing. No, he just didn't and fall. D- didn't, He's just literally he like fall, whoa. Yeah. though. He didn't fall though. And also You might assume he did. I promise you he did right. not. That in that the inclusion of the word though means they knew exactly what they were doing. Like yeah. they were like, we know this is kind of shitty. Yeah. He didn't fall though. 
Sorry, we want to be cool, but then they're afraid kids would jump in front of subways, so we had to take it out. Uh, here's another. Here's another choice passage. Frank and Joe said their goodbyes, agreeing to check in later, and left the studio. Are you ready to head to Chinatown? Frank asked. Only if we can grab lunch there, Joe reminded his brother. But we had Chinese food last night, Frank reminded him. Good point. How about some brick oven pizza? We can get that in Bayport, Joe said. Sounds great, Frank said. 45 minutes later, Frank and Joe were sitting in the original Sal's brick oven pizzeria with a pepperoni pie and a couple of sodas in front of them. This was a great idea, Joe, Frank said, when the last slice had been put away. Now we'd better get down to business. Nothing nope, <laughs> to nope, do nope. with anything. It would be that, but that would be an amazing sequence if it was like, yeah, yeah you're right. We can get that in Bayport. Uh, oh, maybe, yeah, so maybe we, didn't. we could get some yeah. like shawarma. Yeah, I don't really feel like, I don't know. It says like, every, do like, it. It yeah, it's keeps, just like a little heavy and like, keeps, I, yeah. like I don't know. Like, mm. I feel like we just, didn't we just get yeah, some okay. with Randy Rand? Honestly, like, I know that no. I'm going to be running around soon and I can't yeah. have meat mm. right Well, before. here's the thing. It's just like, I feel like maybe we should just eat when we get there in okay. case we run into any transit mm. problems. Yeah, that's a pretty good Because it's going to okay. take yeah, us yeah, like yeah. 45 minutes. I just don't want to wait on the offshoot. Like, what if we don't find a place? Like, I don't want to. That's true. Because we don't know the area. I get really mean. Okay. Well, are you cool with burgers? I mean, no. I know that burgers <sighs> exist everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I could. I know a really good Thai place actually, and oh, it's closed on Mondays. It's closed. It's Monday. It's closed. We can't you know go what? there. That's fine because I was going to say, what's the difference between Thai and Chinese? Because I'm I think one's a party brother, and I don't oh, know yeah. the difference. Yeah. Oh, one, one is a one ninja. Is a ninja. Both ninja. Do the crime. other is a, yeah. Both, both do crime. Okay. See, that's why I mix them up all the time because of the crime. Yeah. Because of the crime. Yeah. Because it's like I don't know. Which shady food is which shady mm -hmm. Asian? Right. Stereotype. I mean, I get it. This ain't Connecticut, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's right. why they have to tell us all yeah. the time. Yeah. Because otherwise I'd be in the back of my head wondering, did they eat? <laughs> oh, but have they eaten? starving. And how long did it take them to get places? Um, which is actually a big thing in these books that we read of making sure we know that they've eaten mm -hmm. and how they've gotten from point A to point B. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, don't eat, I don't care. Well, I wonder if it. I wonder if it is like like old movies, like you know, like um, schlocky B movies. There are always tons of scenes of people just driving from one place to yeah. the other because they had to pad the time, and it was a cheap way to fill that mm -hmm. up. So they'd have a sixty-five minute movie, but you had to get to eighty to get to the to to get projected. And I wonder oh. if honestly, a lot of these books, when you're just cranking out books. Yeah. You're just like, you know what's the easiest thing in the world is what I want some pizza right now. I'm just going to have them eating pizza and then yeah. how do they get there rather than characterization or yeah, any sort of story. It's just like the thing that I always overdo in my scripts is dialogue. Yeah. It's so easy to have a scene go on with two characters talking. Go and go and go. What, do that. Because there's not nearly enough talking mm. in this book. No, there's and a lot of it just... Is, it's the same. Back yeah. and forth, yeah. back and forth you're bad, get out of here, we know this, you stay out of this, let's go get pizza. They also have like very wholesome hanging out time, like when they hang out with Randy, and he's like, hey, hey he's like, you guys want to hang out in my hotel room? Which like, they if you think so of someone do. that's like very successful in the music industry, it's like, do you want to hang out in my oh, hotel yeah. room? It's like, oh, drugs. Yeah. Yeah. But they just- Best case scenario. They just oh. like, yeah, yeah, best case scenario. But they just kind of sit there. They do go out with him one of the nights, but I forget. They go to that's rap the clubs. night of yes. the night of the of the cover. Yes, where he he in one sentence does a rap. Yeah, he like jumps up on stage and people go nuts. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to the rap. Yeah, clubs. yeah, yeah. And Joe and Frank are like, I can't believe we get to see this live. 
Oh, yeah. And it's by the end of the night where Frank wants to fuck him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like. I remember now. I, so much of this is going on. And the sweet naivete of Randy Rand. And also the fact that the boys still buy into it. So all this is, like, crazy. Like, they're involved in all these crime rings. And they're still like, mm, I can't wait to hear the demo of, yeah. of Randy Rand's newest album. And then, like, that's how they get tricked. Um with the, with the bomb, bomb that uh-huh. everyone really shakes the fuck off. They, like, yeah. A bomb, a, a pretty crafty bomb goes off and they're like, oh man, it was a bomb, not the demo. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, that's the also, attitude. And they trash they their run room. into people later, somebody's like, hey, what happened to your eyebrow? And he's like, had a run in with a door. It's like, no, a bomb yeah. blew up in your yeah. face. He like literally, in your face. the bomb blows up in one of the brothers' face. He flies across the room. I think it's Joe. Yeah, it he is. He flies yeah, across Joe. the room. There's like shrapnel everywhere. There's like the bed is on fire. They just like throw a cup of water on the bed and then he like washes his cut and they're yeah, like, they all right, put let's a towel go. on it. And I'm like, those poor housekeepers. It's just like, yeah. like they're just like, what the fuck happened? They're like, should we tipping. report this? And they're like, no, <laughs> no, no. There's also a thing where like the, the, the Hardy Boys, it's supposed to be like the, the bookish one and the, and the jockish one, right? Yeah. Like, so like Frank mm-hmm. is supposed to be the, the sort of smart, serious organized one and then Joe flies off the handle and he's the more like fighty athletic one and that, that's why they're a good team and in this book that just goes they keep saying it they keep like Frank's level head one and then they're both like no and throwing punches <laughs> yeah. and roundhouse kicks and everything and there's no the, difference the between these two the only difference between them in this book is who was the original Randy Rand yes. fan yeah. who is coming around to him because I remember in the last book Joe we read him, right? it yeah, would Joe switch liked. between them yeah. and mm-hmm. I would always know whose perspective I was in. In this one, I th- had no idea from one chapter to another. No well, idea. And Dead on Target, it has a name, is, uh, sorry, jo- I right. think it was Joe's. Not all Hardy Boys <laughs> files are alike. Uh, Joe's girlfriend blows up within five oh, pages. yeah, she does. So he's furious the whole time because he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. What, Tiffany or whatever, she died. <laughs> oh, wasn't it like Illyria or something it weird w- like that? Oh, yeah. Something weird. It, it was wasn't Illyria because that's from Angel. from Angel. I think it was a 50s name because it was a character from yeah, the original. Like Ilona or something. Yeah, Ilona. Because just blew her the hell up. Ilona. It, it, that's you're, you're real, you're, and Joe is the hot-headed one. Joe's hot-headed, and, and Frank, Frank is, is bookish. Not. Yeah. In this book, he's not. No one's bookish. No. In this book, um, no one's reasonable. Even they wait. keep saying Frank is reasonable, and like Joe's yeah. got to be reined in. But no, not in their actual behavior. It's all tell no show. And Joe is blonde hair. Joe is blonde. Frank is brunette. Brunette. And they both look like they're thirty-five. On the yeah, they're they're definitely. This looks like a Worse, porn, even. Yeah, I mean, like this looks really... like a nineteen-eighties porn. Like Joe looks, he he looks like he could be young and attractive, and then Frank Frank looks tired. Looks like he's he looks tired. He looks old, and he looks <laughs> like he's like um, accosting the girl that he's actually trying yep. to hold oh, back. Yeah. No, he looks the like he's French dancing on her his face. face yeah. It's horrible. It's gross. It seems gross. like, yeah, he's. it seems like he's getting off on holding her back. Yeah. And it's not cool. Yeah. I mean. It's a very weird expression they painted on. Oh, yeah. His tongue is on the top of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. That's, you, a, that's a weird look. Just, like, keep your mouth closed. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, keep it closed. Yeah. I mean, I. this is I, how, how, mm-hmm. how bad I, I was at reading this book mm-hmm. until I read that rap out loud to you guys. Uh-huh. I literally thought. I forgot that the main characters are named Frank and Joe. And I thought that the rappers were referring to themselves <laughs> while rapping together. I thought they were like, it's us, Frank and Joe. Yeah, we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we, buried our, we buried the hatchet. Yeah. 
But I, when reading that, I was like, Frank and Joe, that sounds familiar. And I was like, oh, the main characters. They're singing a nice yeah. rap about people nobody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're at the warp tour of rap. There's yeah. one other element to this that I think I do, I do think backs up the subtext of Frank and Joe are going to fuck Randy uh, Rand. Yeah. Uh, and it is Tabitha, because in the first bit of the book, they're like, oh, Joe's like, oh man, she's so attractive. Should I ask her out? And then as the book goes on, Randy Rand gets nicer. And she gets more uh, like just uh, shrill. She's like yeah. written yeah. like horribly. A She's baby. like a, a little harpy. Yeah. And yeah. it's sort of like if you could, again, in that sort of like, sort of like old yes. sweaty pulp being like, okay, well, this is the woman that you're supposed to be with. But like, look how wrong that is. Hey, why don't you come and hang out in my hotel room? Yes. <laughs> I'm a shirtless superstar. Yeah. Also, he's, when they meet him, he is toweling, toweling his own body off. Yeah. Yeah. And he's shirtless. Yeah, and he expresses an interest in Tabitha, but we spend like no time with yeah. her. There's it's only, not even like, whoa, like the dame made a turn. It's like, oh, right, Tabitha. I forgot she was in the book half the time. Exactly. I think she's the only female character she is. that shows up 100%, yeah. Literally, other yeah. than like there is girls. a female police officer. Is there? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. There mm -hmm. is a female police officer. Yeah. yeah. I think she had a name, but I... Like they, he gave the name of two police officers. Yes. And then later right. it was yeah. like, it was one of the Torres's female people. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh God. And then the whole thing too, with Torres like harping on about that autograph. Where he, oh yeah. He like I mean, would not stop. He was so grumpy about <laughs> having to have them tag along. And as soon as he found out they were, I think a, the Hardy boys and B mm -hmm. helping Randy Rand. It was like, he was so full of glee, so excited. Come along anywhere. Please, please, please. And then that other guy was so aggressively anti-Hardy. Yeah. Yes. I don't even remember his name or mm -hmm. what role he had in anything. He appeared out of nowhere. I thought Taurus was on the case. They're friends with Oh, Peterson. yeah, that rando guy. Who's the Who rando mean? guy? Who's he was like, like cop and then Taurus was like, Stay in your oh, room. Don't like feel... Like yeah, weird, he's he's just a he he's a good cop, but he has to interrogate everybody. But exactly, stay in your room. Why are you like? Don't come in here. His orders <laughs> were so weird, though. Yeah, the the way they were checking out, it was, it was Grant. oh yeah, Grant. He knocks on their door to tell them that they better not be covering up that punk's lies, and they're like, we're not. <laughs> yeah. At that, that point, you're with the Hardy Boys. Yeah, no, it's like, like why is he like, even get doing out this? of here, man? <laughs> yeah. This is our hotel room. Exactly. We are not suspects. Why are Hit you the here? Road. Yeah. Also, like, why even do that? Like, why even follow this quote lead? Like, it's not a, it's a non-lead. Like, yeah. Like, very we weird. came to you. Yeah. We've done literally everything right yeah. so far and also, in this low and, stakes and, case. So, and then, do we ever fucking see that guy no. again? No. He it's gets this, the fuck out of Dodge. random bit of friction that has no bearing on anything. There's no stakes. It's very he annoying. He just comes in and says, like, you guys better not be lying to me. And then he's and then like, I don't remember seeing him ever again. No, he never comes back. Oh, I did call it pretty early that it was those engineers. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. A, they were way too yeah. buff. Introduced immediately as like two, it, it might as well say two very strong, sketchy looking engineers looked at them for a long Where, time. Yeah. Tight fist buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone the was like clue. decked out in tight. Like that was a that requirement so of Tabitha. Stupid and it weird. It was so dumb. That they all have to wear those buttons. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's very stupid. Like what a weird dress code. It's not going to help your <gasps> label. Do you know what I just remembered? Okay. I don't. I totally forgot this part, but they're so like 
later on we find out that like ninjas are there. Mm-hmm. But before we find out ninjas are there, Frank and Joe are like, oh my God, there's like, I keep thinking I'm seeing like people in all black. Do you remember oh. this part? Oh, yes. <laughs> and like, I thought I took people a- in all black. And yeah. I was like, why are they even mentioning that? Like, why is this interesting? And then I forgot. It was on their rap night about yes. town. There's like people in black. And then it's oh, the ninjas. Oh, they by the ninjas. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Good. <laughs> so you know, yeah, that like, means I that was like, like don't planned. Ugh, that was like, like, a, like they're like, all right. So long, like long story arc. We know we need those ninjas to come in. So let's plant the seed. Ninjas are coming. Ninjas are around. Here's the thing. Yes. I don't think it had anything to do with anything. I think they were just like, man, we're some Connecticut guys. Everyone's here wearing black. New York. I think it was just that. I don't even think it was connected to the ninja thing. I don't give it even that much credit. So it was just literally a coincidence. I think it was just literally like New York rappers wear black. We wear khakis. Mm. We're from Bayport. (laughs) To be fair, based on this cover, they wear jeans and tucked in t-shirts, one of which has no sleeves. He's cut off his sleeves. Muscle. That's Joe though, right? Joe Joe is, I think Joe's a little cooler than Frank too. He is a little bit cooler, yeah. Yeah. Frank's a little more like. Well, the reasonable ones are never cool. Mm -mm. No. It's like the, he's the Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah, he's the Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, that was a Sweet Valley High comparison. Was it? Mm -hmm. Elizabeth is the very boring bookish one and Mm -hmm. Jessica is a psychopath. Oh. Yeah. Like Jessica. literally straight up evil. Straight up sociopath. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean this book That's the book. I was laughing I, while reading it. I will say that. There were parts where I chuckled. I yes. did think I was gonna read it in like twenty minutes and it took me a lot longer than I thought yeah, it would because and it was I, was, I, I kept having put it down and be like Boy, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these CDs, but I'm having yeah. a hard time tracking. I skimmed a lot. Like mm-hmm. when it came to like them just arguing about stuff, I was yeah. like, I don't care. I'm going to say that this episode is sufficient. Don't read the book if you haven't already. No, no. There's no, you don't truly have no to. reason to read this You book. don't have to. We don't told you what that. happens. Don't do that to yourself. We we love you too much. Don't yeah. do that I'm to gonna yourself. I'm going to do a speed read of as of when this came out, all 73 titles. Of <laughs> oh, Bible. good. Go, Please go, do. go. Dead on Target, Evil Incorporated, Cult of Crime, The Lazarus Plot, Edge of Destruction, The Crowning Terror, Death Game, yes, yes, See No yes. Evil, The Genius Thieves, Hostages of Hate, Genius Thieves. <laughs> Brother Against Brother, Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Perfect Getaway, The Borgia Dagger, Too Many Whoa. Traitors, Blood Relations, Line of Fire, The Number File, A Killing in the Market, The Nightmare <laughs> in Angel City, Witness to Murder, Street Spies, Double Exposure, Disaster for Hire, Scene of the Crime, The Borderline Case, Trouble in the Pipeline, Nowhere to Run, Countdown, Countdown to Terror, Thick as thieves, the deadliest dare. Without a trace, blood money, collision course, final cut, the dead season, running on empty, danger zone, diplomatic deceit. Uh, fresh and blood, flesh and blood, not fresh and blood. Fresh and blood would be better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one's good. Fright wave, highway no! robbery, the last laugh, strategic moves, castle fear, in self defense, foul play, nice. flight into danger, rock and revenge, dirty deeds, power play, <gasps> chokehold, uncivil war, web of horror, deep trouble uncivil beyond the law, web of height of danger, terror on track, spiked, open season, <laughs> deadfall, grave danger, final gambit, cold sweat, endangered species, no mercy, the phoenix equation, lethal cargo, the rough phoenix riding, equation. mayhem in motion, rigged for revenge, real horror, screamers, and bad rap. Wow. wow. Excellent work. Some Excellent. of those sound really, And good. I just want to be clear, Spiked does have an exclamation point at the end Spiked. and nothing oh, okay. else does. I bet Spiked. you oh, I think they the go undercover one was as my favorite. volleyball players. Yeah. yeah that's uh, right. Manhattan shirtless, Beach Volleyball. Yeah, they're on the yeah. beach 100%. It's intensely sexual. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I really liked Genius Thieves. I love Genius, Genius Thieves. really good. 10 out of 10. Yeah. And, oh, there was one other one where I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, it was the the 
Borges. Oh, oh the, the Borges, Borges one is file. cool. Bor- I also the Borgia dagger. Castle. Oh, Castle Fear. Is that Castle, what Castle Fear? Fear. It sounds like Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Castle Good. Fear sounds the fun. The Phoenix yeah. Equation. I Phoenix would read that one. Mm-hmm. That sounds like spies. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Phoenix Equation sounds oh, like Warren Beatty. Also, in the movie. Rock and Revenge because it's rock. Oh yeah. The N- letter N. Nice. Revenge. I'm gonna guess it's almost the exact same as this, except just with rock and roll. Yeah. Definitely gonna say the same. Oh, I think it is. I think I remember seeing it. I think they're the Lazarus. My guess is, is it's either heavy good. metal or like oh, also panic about punk. a killing in the market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one is that like when the they go one. to like the south of France. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's or rock like, and revenge. Yeah, rock and revenge. Nerdy boys. Okay, I'm gonna look up the cover. I heard nerdy boys. Nerdy boys. Nerdy boys. No, huh? Oh. <laughs> okay, no, it's not. <laughs> It does Uh-oh. not involve, oh, it does involve rock and roll. They're on a catwalk. Yeah. They're like on a catwalk and there's a, a ninja. Oh, above the show. Oh, yeah, there's a ninja okay. kicking him. A ninja but he's, Well, no, again. hold on, he's on camo pants. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he's, he's, he's a, American. Yeah. Oh, he's just masked. Yeah, yeah he's see. just wearing a ski mask, it's Kelly. It's hard to read. You know, I would think as an Asian, you could tell the difference. Mm. Which, I could only which half. kind of shady Asian are you? Vietnamese. I, I'm oh, the runner. Yeah, but like, oh, okay, thank you. Runner. Mix hard rock with hard crime. And dangers bound to hit the top of the charts. It's hard Seriously, to it's that's a, a long res. one too. I don't hate mix hard rock with hard crime. That's pretty that's good. good. Ooh, peak of danger looks racist. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> Just straight up, it looks like a tin tin. Good. Looks oh, like a tin tin. Tin tin goes to the Congo or that something. That is uh uh oh. Three brown people in stereotypical Aztec masks oh, no. menacing the whitest man in khakis I've ever seen. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. I wonder if that's their dad it's or gotta something. Be their dad. It's got to be their dad. It looks like oh, a fat George. I thought you Walker meant Bush. Frank he is was wearing the dad of the three brown. Frank, yeah, be those. <laughs> Frank is wearing a giant purple Jansport backpack. Nice. It looks like he's probably got. We all were though. You know what Joe does or uh, Frank does look attractive in that one. Joe looks old in that one. Ooh, Frank looks like Frank. from the back, just from the back of his head, he looks like he might be attractive. His hair looks soft. It does look soft. His hair looks soft. I'm in. I'm in <laughs> I'm soft in. hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this book. Yeah. This yeah, book was I fine. Think, I think we've covered this. We've book. done it, Pretty man. We've covered. done it. Thank you so much yeah. for coming oh, in and talking for, to us about for this book. Me back. Thank you to whoever yeah. uh, uh, tweeted this at you guys. Yeah, a million years ago. Yeah, but it was well worth the wait. And it, you know, I, I will. I agree with you. No one needs to read this book. I hundred percent encourage you to Google the image of the cover. Very funny. Yeah, it's that's a requirement. Really, really good. Yeah. Can I actually take? Because sometimes it's like we don't get a good high res image. Yeah. Um, high res it up. See. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. In the, the meantime, yeah. do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh gosh, uh, you know what? Your impending child. Yeah, I'm about to have a baby in in five weeks, and so that's been a lot of what I've been been up to. But you can, you know what? I'm oh, I want to keep sending people this because I thought it was good. No one saw it, but uh, on on YouTube Red, I worked on a show called "Do You Want to See a Dead Body," that uh, Rob Hubel created, and it's really really fun. And I wrote on it and directed it, uh, and it came out like two weeks before Logan Paul actually showed a dead body, and that was kind of that. Oh uh, my god! Uh, I really think the show is fun <laughs> and weird and good. And so if you for some reason have YouTube Red, check it out. Do you want to see a dead body? That's nice. A good, that's a good solid plug. Yeah. That's a plug. Yeah, that's real. I, I, yeah, it's a real. You know what? Congrats on having that plug. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's it's that's you know it's. I, I would like to say that we're going to make more, but absolutely. Not. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Absolutely well, thank you again for doing this show. And thank you to our Patreon supporters who make the podcast possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. Oh, where can people find you on the internet? You can. I'm on Twitter at Fernie, comma, Alex, all written out. Um, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it there. The rest is for friends, cool. you guys. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not my friends. <laughs> um, next week, uh, if you guys are following along with us, we are going to be reading Bleeding Violet, the first book in the Portrero universe by Dia Reeves. Um, that I'm really excited because yeah, we were we, like, we need we to start from the beginning. Read Slice of Cherry. It turned out that there was another book in the universe that came first. And so we were like thrown into what was a great book without any kind of world rules. We were like, what are the rules here? I what don't exists? understand. What is this town? And then, uh, So we're excited we to find out what that is. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.